Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. First, a brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store. Check out jiggycheckwire.us for more information on that. Radimir Luza joins us here in our broadcast. And uh, Radimir, welcome back to the broadcast. How are you, sir? I'm fine. I'm good. I'm uh, high on life. What can I tell you? Uh, life is a sweet and petite and neat. Yes, it's good. You, you are always one of my favorite guests on this show because you, you are so vibrant. You are so up. And uh, you're, you're, you're just a heck of a nice guy. Now, um, uh, Radimir, what have you been up to recently, my friend? I'm publishing uh, my 27th book, which is called uh, Windy City Songs, a collection of poetry about Chicago. We were written when I was in Chicago in the early half of uh, May. And I've also come out with a spoken word CD called Cinderella Sunset, which is 24 poems taken out of the book Eros of Angels and set the music. And uh, so they sh- they're, they sh- they're both in, should be out, well, the, the CD's out now, and the book should be out by the end of the month. Well, let's let's talk about the CD. What 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 inspired you to to take some of the uh, some of the different things from Arrows of Angels and uh, put it put it together as as a CD? Uh, to be honest, the guy who wanted to put the CD together with me just emailed me. He said it's time to do another CD. It's been four years, so I said, "Cool, brother, let's do it." <laughs> and, uh, and so that's why we did it. Uh, and then I just, when I was in the studio, I found twenty-four uh, poems out of the book Arrows of Angels, which I set the music. And then we uh, did it in the studio, and it turned out really, really nicely. It's a really, really nice CD. It's really good. Well, I'll tell you, you're doing some amazing stuff. Uh, this this CD, uh, I'm sure, is phenomenal. Tell me a little bit about uh, what 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 you guys did and how you did it. Well, it's my sixth CD. My fifth one was him. His name is Barry Schwamm, and he's out of Sierra Madre, California, where everything happened. There wouldn't be an Olympic team without California. <laughs> and, uh, so. Uh, you know, you know, of course. Oh, yeah. And uh, so uh, we just got in the studio and we decided to just do whatever we, we came naturally. And I already had a list of about uh, 20 or so poems. And I, my fiance was there with me and she said, why don't you do two poems about me? So I said, okay. So we added <laughs> two poems at the end about her, which are maybe some of the best work I've done. And uh, whenever I write about her, it's always some of the best work. I don't know what it is, but women always inspire really good stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. Right. Rad- Radimir, uh, you 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 did all that. You got that going. So uh, once once you got the the poems and everything put together, what was next for you? Well, then we had to design the uh, inside and the outside, to design the package and design how it looks. And I had to tell him how I wanted it: dark blue, sky blue. And uh, I told him that I wanted uh, what I that I wanted different um, authors on there, different poets from the Los Angeles poetry scene. So we got that. And uh, then we got, sorry about the little, the little ticks, 
to the beeps of the people trying to call me. But not an issue. Not an issue, my friend. Keep going. Right now. So Not an got, issue. Uh, the picture of me in there, and we got uh, on the cover, and we got uh, the name of it, Cinderella Sunset. That's a beautiful name, I think. It came to me out of nowhere. And uh, so we uh, just designed it, and we put it together, and um, I wrote a uh, about the author and about the CD on there also, so you can read about why I put the CD together and about me. And uh, on the back is a list of the 24 CDs, how long they last on the uh, CD, and 24 poems, I'm sorry, the 24 poems, how long they last on the CD, and that I wrote all of them. So uh, it's, it's really a nice little thing. We've got Radimir Luzel with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Boulder to Boulder on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store. Check out JiggyJaguar.us. And uh, Radimir Luza joins us today here on our program. And um, you, you've, you've made quite a leap from Skid Row to, ra- to basically Literary Row, my friend. You, just a decade ago, you were virtually without a penny in your pocket as you arrived in Los Angeles from New York. What was it like landing on Skid Row in L.A.? How did you how did you survive this whole thing? What, what did you know about the basically the literary business? Well, I had faith, you know. Faith is what it's all about, uh, James. <laughs> you got to have faith in that which you cannot see, and that's what I had. I knew that I would get out of a Skid Row, and I knew somehow I would succeed, and I have. And uh, I just believed. And, and to answer your question about Skid Row, it was really awful. It was like an atomic bomb blast going off, and uh, <laughs> I just did not want to be there any longer. The scent of crack pipes everywhere and alcohol, and people using all their uh, disability checks on alcohol and drugs was not something I wanted to be around much longer. And that's what you find in all the shelters. So, uh, but at least I, I, I had I had the shelters to go to because they're a lot better than sleeping on the streets, you know. So. Uh, but it was something that I ran out of money when I came out here, and I had no place to go. And my uh, uh, father was out of the country, and he couldn't help me. And so I was uh, left to my own wits and devices yes. as best I could. And I slept on subway stops, and I slept in buses and subway stations and sitting subways and in shelters and on streets and sidewalks. And it was something I'll never, ever forget, but never, ever want to go through again. It was hell! <laughs> so, you know, it was not fun. <laughs> it is. Radimir Luzo with us today here in our broadcast. Coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty. Red Nation Radio today. What was it like uh, basically getting out of that whole thing and looking back on that whole experience? Well, it was good to get out of it. Let me tell you, it's good to crawl back to the <laughs> purgatory, which I think is what this this uh, world is a kind of is, is a big purgatory. So, uh, but it can also be heaven, like Belinda Carlisle says, heaven is a place on earth. You know what I'm saying, James? Yes, so, uh, yes, indeed. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was difficult crawling out of it, but it was something I had to do for myself and for loving myself and for also the people in my family and for the people, my friends, the people who loved me. I don't think they would want to see me live like that and see me go through that every day. So I have to get out of it for God and for those around me, for my family and friends. 
We've got uh, Radimir Luza joining us today here in our broadcast, coast to coast, border to border, on Red Nation Radio, KFRK in Denver, and of course, iHeartRadio. Now, um, uh, putting this putting this CD together, um, what 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 is what is the what is the whole production process and everything going from you guys picking out uh, the poems to you doing them to putting them on the CD? Take me through that whole creative process. Well, first you have to pick them out. So I picked out these poems about the heart and soul of the book, Arrows of Angels, which is about me being homeless. So I had to choose which poems I thought were the most uh, enlightening and inspiring and educating, which I did. And then um, you go to the studio and you record them into the little microphone, the big microphone, and which I did. And uh, then... Um, you go from there, you design the package, and, and in the studio, while you're in the studio, you also go through the different musical uh, choices that you have, which on computers these days are just dumbfoundingly awesome, because it's uh, you've got uh, pianos, and you've got gu- sounds of guitar and violins, so we kind of put something together, and we use it on the whole 25 minutes of the CD. So uh, it sounds really, really nice, and it's behind everything. And I shouldn't forget my fiance Patricia Murphy. Her voice is on this CD too. She, um, you can hear her between some songs singing. She's got a very beautiful voice, and you can hear her singing between some of the not songs. I'm sorry, but poems. You can hear her singing between some of the poems, and uh, she's got a beautiful, beautiful voice, and you can hear her. And I'm really proud to have her on here too. Her name is Patricia Murphy. We've got Radimir Luzel with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on Red Nation Radio. Now, tell us about your parents during World War II and their uh, native Czechoslovakia. How did they cope with Nazi Germany and later communism? What did your parents teach you about life? They taught me not to give up. They taught me to uh, stay strong in my beliefs and to... uh love myself and to love those around me and to try to give back to the country. They've taught me that art is not some uh, big uh, ripoff or fraud or what people think it is. It's, uh, it's really a, an art form, and it's something that we need to be true to. So I have a love of art and politics from them. And um, they had it tough in, uh, in Czechoslovakia because when my dad was young, 25, and my mom was only 19, Hitler invaded, and they had to live through that, and my dad fought in the Czech underground in the Second World War, so he took on Hitler, and my grandfather was the leader of the Czech underground during the Second World War. So uh, he was murdered by the Nazis in 1944, right before the end of the war. So they didn't just sit still. My dad and my grandfather fought the Nazis. It's tooth and nail, and um, my mom was deeply against what happened to her in her country because they both had a love of country. They were both patriots and loved their country dearly. And afterwards, in 1948, after the war, they had to both escape the communism that came there after the war. So it was both um, Nazism and then followed by communism, and they did that by escaping. And sooner or later, they ended up in, in New York, and they loved this country very dearly because it gave them what they needed, freedom. And that's what they really didn't have in Czechoslovakia was freedom because the Nazis didn't afford it to them, and the communists sure didn't give it to them. So... They got it from the U.S. of A., and I love this country dearly, and, you know, I wouldn't mind being president someday. President Red! So there you go. We've got Radomir Luzo with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast 28 minutes after the hour, and uh, it is a fantastic 
fantastic, uh, amazing, amazing uh, opportunity to chat with him. You spent time in New Orleans as a student at Tulane University. Were you preparing for a career in journalism or what exactly? Yeah, I was preparing for a career in whatever came along, actually, whatever paid some kind of money. But uh, it was journalism there at the beginning, and the New Orleans is something else, I'll tell you. You know, I grew up there. Um, I was two and a half when I moved there, and I went to grammar school and Catholic high school and Tulane there, and my grammar school was also Catholic, so I grew up as a Catholic there, and uh, Tulane was just wild. It was, uh, so was New Orleans, was wild. It was just a free-for-all, just kind of a let-it-be thing, and uh, I... uh, I loved it. Those were the best four years of my life at Tulane University. Um, I had a good friend, Michael Gambaluca, there, who's now pres- a, a principal of one of the high schools in the city. And uh, also I uh, hung out with a guy called Fred LeBlanc, who was uh, now the lead singer and drummer behind Cowboy Mouth, the band. We used to work together on my radio show. I used to have a radio show there on WTUL. Progressive the tool, WTUL. And I used to have, uh, I did a nude radio show there, I remember, it was New Year's Day, 1984, the first and only, I believe, still to the day, nude radio show in New Orleans history. So uh, I did that, and it was just a good show. It's called the Ramblin' Rad Show, because I never would shut up. I kept on talking and talking and talking, so it was a Ramblin' Rad Show. And I also worked for the Hullabaloo there, which is the uh, newspaper, which uh, I uh, contributed to on a weekly basis i was at one point the arts and entertainment co-editor and uh, it was really just a great time in my life and i was aiming towards a journalism degree until i found out that i was i really wanted to be much more of an artist than a journalist much more of a poet and an actor than a journalist um, journalism major or journalist so i decided to give it up and to just go after my dream which is to do the uh, the art the art stuff the acting the poetry, the fiction, that kind of stuff. We've got a fantastic uh, guest with us today, Radimir Luza. He joins us here in a broadcast, coast-to-coast, border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Red Nation Radio today as well. And uh, you've got a lot of cool things uh, going on in in your world, my friend, and uh, your latest, this new book. Um, Tell us a little bit about the book itself. Well, it's called Windy City Songs, colon, a collection about uh, a collection of poetry about Chicago. And as I said earlier, I uh, wrote it while I was in on vacation in Chicago uh, er, in early May. And uh, it's just my feel about what Chicago's like. And it's really not about the penthouses or the Magnificent Mile or about Wrigley Field or about the stores, the Neiman Marcus and the Saks Fifth Avenue or about Michael Jordan and his restaurant. It's really about the underbelly of the city. It's about what you don't see in those places and what's going on in the world that people really don't want to look at. And uh, I have a real feel for those kind of things, and I think I described them well with a good eye and a good ear for those sorts of uh, angles. And uh, that's what the book is kind of about. It's about the underbelly of Chicago, the uh, side, the piece of the city that people don't really want to admit that is there, but it's there, loud and clear. We've got uh, Radimir Luza joining us today, 32 minutes after the hour. He joins us live here 
on the telephone talking a little bit about his books, about some of his early life. Um, tell us more about your life in New York City. Well, I was married to Monica there, my ex-wife, and we had a pretty good life for about five or six years, but then it kind of turned around. We had a bad divorce, and, uh, you know, we just kept on arguing all the time. She would say black, I would say white. We just couldn't get along, so I figured the best thing for me would do would be for me to go, so I left, and I felt it would be a kind of a heroic thing, and I kind of ended up here in Los Angeles without any money because... Um, as I said, uh, I was going through a divorce, I was homeless, um, and uh, I was going through some tough, tough times. And uh, New York is, is, is a good town, except I found at the end it to be kind of a fishbowl, a goldfish bowl, where I didn't, couldn't, I didn't know who I was anymore, I didn't know where I was going, I didn't know who, what I wanted, and at the end it was just a tough, tough place to be, and a tough, tough place to survive. And a tough, tough place to just find out your bearings and to find out who you are, especially if you're going through some tough times. So that's what um, that's what I found New York to be like. The Big Apple, Gotham City. We've got Radimir Luzel with us today here in a broadcast. Thirty-three minutes after the hour, he joins us live, talking about his great time, his great books, and the new CD. What attracted you to Los Angeles, and why do you love every? Uh, Every cranny of L.A. Every nook, corner, and cranny of L.A. Yes, indeed. There you go. Yes, indeed, James. That's what the book Eros of Angels is about. It's a tribute to L.A. L.A. is just laid back. That's what I need. I need the laid backness here. Um, The people have welcomed me. I've got a lot of friends here. And uh, I find it a good place to uh, just make roots and to, uh, to, to live. Um, yeah, the crop is skyrocketing here, and because people, the homeless people come out here because it's a, the weather is really great, and um, the rents are really high. Next to New York, they're not, but on their own, just looking at what they are, they're really high. But it's a really great town. I really love it. It's a beautiful, beautiful city, and California is a beautiful, beautiful state. And uh, I just, I found my home here. I found where I belong. We've got the fantastic, fantastic Radimir Luzel with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. You were quite a poet of uh, renown. What are some of your secrets of writing good poetry? To go with the moment and not question it too much. To, um, to believe that there is no writer's block. A lot of people say, oh, I've got a writer's block. I've got this and that. That's why I don't write. Well, I don't believe in writer's block. I don't believe in it at all. I believe that if you're true to your heart and your soul and your instinct and your gut, you write what comes out at the moment, and uh, that's what I do. I write what I feel at the moment and whatever inspires me at the moment. Sure, sometimes I go and thinking I need to write about this or about that, and then I fr- uh, frame it within those uh, boundaries. But um, uh, usually I try to leave enough room there to also leave some room for my instinct and my intuition and my gut to lead me to greener grass, to the pastures of love. You know what I'm saying, James? It leads me to uh, just uh, um, the muse and where my uh, muse takes me. We've got Radimir Luzel with us today. He joins us live 
here in our broadcast, coast to coast to border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, or Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, Red Nation Radio with us today. What is your normal day in L.A. like these days? I get up, I take care of emails and business that needs to be taken care of, you know, and then I write. Um, I take my uh, fiance to different interviews or legal interviews where she needs to go, and it, it gets me out of the house, and I see different parts of the town and different sides of the city, and uh, it's a really great town, and people see L.A. as being very superficial and seen as being like a big bunch of mannequins living out here, but the people here have a lot to offer, and if you give them a chance, they're good people. They give you, they give you back which, which, which you give them, and uh, it's a really, it's a good town. It's a, I'm not saying it's perfect by any means, but it's really a good place to uh, live and put down roots and have a family. So I doubt I'll ever have a family, but uh, my art is my family. You know what I'm saying? My art is my family, so my books are my children. So uh, that's what I'm saying. But uh, L.A. is, uh, you know, it's the city of angels or the city of angles, however you want to look at it, but it's a good town. We've got a uh, fantastic, fantastic guest with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast, coast to coast, to border to border, Radimir Luza with us today here in a broadcast. And um, uh, you're certainly, you, you, you've made it from Skid Row to Literary Row, 26 books, now to your credit. What are some of the other projects besides the ones we've talked about today? Well, I'm president also of the North Hollywood West Neighborhood Council, so we're doing things there to help the community. We did a mural up on a slope which helped the community. Now we're painting some walls at a place that was really downtrodden and defunct and was uh, attracting um, homeless people and attracting, um, which isn't bad, it was attracting homeless people, but it just was really a, a, an ugly place and we an eyesore and we gave it life and we gave it breath and depth. So my neighborhood council here in Los Angeles, which the city has 96 neighborhood councils, and I'm president of one of them, and it's very time-consuming, it's a lot of work, but it's worth it because you get back to the community, you get back to the town you love, so I'm doing a lot of work there for the city of L.A., and um, hell, I'll just say it, I'm working on Hillary's uh, her cause, I'm voting for Hillary Clinton for president. So I'm working on, on uh, uh, her, her campaign a little bit. And also I'm uh, working on publishing my next book, my 28th book, which I'm looking for a publisher. So if anybody knows of any publisher out there, let me know. It's a really it's my best work yet. It's 80 poems, and it needs a new publisher. I've been turned down on buying them for this book. I've been, been uh, People have turned me down. Publishers have turned me down. But I think it's really my best work, and I think anybody who gets it will be happy to have it. So uh, that's what I'm looking to do. I'm also going to auditions all, all the time, and uh, I did four shots, four short films this year so far, and so I'm just keeping very busy, you know. I hardly sleep sometimes, and it's uh, it's a good life. What can I tell you? Rodimir Luzo with us today. He joins us here on our broadcast, coast to coast to border to border, on Red Nation Radio, KFRK. In the World Radio Network now, um, Radimir, you bring up yeah. the uh, you bring up the fact that you're working on Hillary Clinton's campaign out there in California. I right. would love to have you back uh, sometime here, uh, maybe next week, something like that, to be on our panel, dis- our political panel discussion 
at some point. We do it Tuesdays. Uh, let's see, it would be probably um, too Pacific out there in Los Angeles where you're at. Um, but uh, but I would love to have you on to uh, to chat with our to chat with our panel of experts because I think you would bring a lot to the table. Uh, so let me know if if that would work you've got my email and my phone number and everything um definitely looking forward to chatting with you i know we've got a we've got to wrap up today we got frank Fernuccio waiting in the wings but uh before we let I'd you go to, i just let you know i'd love to do the hillary thing with you i'd love to do it again. okay okay well well let's do this i will um i will give you a call let's let's shoot for next tuesday it would be the 23rd We'll just do a we'll, we'll do we'll do do a little bit of behind the scenes here in our program. Um, I will just give you a call um, on the twenty third, and uh, we will we will chat. So I will. What time I, on the twenty third, James? What time on the twenty third? <laughs> I love that. Uh, <laughs> Radimir Luzo with us today. By the way, if you uh, just joined us, okay, you, you're you're in L.A. right? Right, so uh, yeah, you're aware you're in Kansas. I am in Kansas, so right now it is probably twelve forty-one Pacific Standard Time. Correct. Right. Okay, I would probably call you about two Pacific. Okay. So that would be four here. Two o'clock. All right. Yes, I will. Same uh, phone number, James. Same line. Same line. If you wanna, if you wanna get a hold of me uh, that day, I'll just have you give me a call and we'll go for it. Oh, you want me to call you? Okay. And we'll just, we'll just make it happen. Okay, I'll call you that day at two o'clock. I'm looking forward to it, my friend. Well, we've got to get going, but I will talk to you next week. Okay, sounds good. Thank you, brother. I love your audience, and thanks for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. God bless everybody. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Definitely, Radimir. I will talk to you next week. Thank you, you my friend. Appreciate it. Radimir Luzo with us today here in our broadcast. That that is going to be a barn burner. (laughs) Because Don Mazzell. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, We use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.